You're listening to the Real Estate Insider Podcast, a bold look at reality, news, analysis, strategies, and opinions, direct from the veteran team at the Rain Research Institute, with today's host, real estate strategist, Russell Westcott. Good morning, Rain Partners. Welcome to call number 50 of the Monday Morning Motivator. I know many of you have been on each and every one of the weekly calls almost a full year. So congratulations. And you know what? In a society of very short-term thinkers, for you to commit to anything for a full year is impressive. Today we're going to cover something that just came up at a a recent RAIN program. Richard asked the members where they were stuck, and you know what? One of the themes that came up was fear. So we're going to dive into this topic of fear today. So without any further ado, please welcome Mr. Richard Dolan. Good morning, Rich. Hey, good morning, Russell. And uh, indeed, what an interesting question that we asked the members. You know, when we are talking through the Great Wait, it was a traditional acre weekend. And as you know, and as many members have come to learn, we present this conversation around the Great Wait. And it was inspired by one of our modules out of the Life Mastery classes in, in really being able to help people understand why it's so important not to play small, not to feast on crumbs of average, not to succumb and to acclimatize to mediocrity, and to get unstuck. And, and gosh, you know, in the 20 years that I've been in business myself, you know, I've certainly had my setbacks and my great weights. But when we ask the question of members, are you stuck, and if so, where, it was really compelling to hear how honest, how clear, and how sure of themselves they were around where precisely they were stuck. We were astonished. It's like asking people, are you lost, and if so, where are you? They can describe perfectly where they were, which makes it easy to, of course, get them unstuck right? Get them unlost. And I'll tell you what, I was very, very proud of the uh, bravery of a lot of the members that, you know, first of all, to admit that you're stuck in something Mm. is the first step to solving something. And you know, Richard, I was actually quite scared to ask you that question about fear today. Well, uh, you know, you see that? Did you get that? It's very apropos, yes, of course, that you're afraid of saying (laughs) you want to talk about fear. But, you know, it, it certainly does require a courageous conversation. You know, for people to admit they're stuck is, in fact, by way of acknowledgement, the very first step in getting unstuck is the declaration of being stuck. The admission, the ownership, the, hey, I'm lost, let me pull over and get help. In the absence of all of that maturity and that responsible reactionariness, uh, which I completely made up as a term, of course, but that's my style, is that, you know, people aren't going to be able to confront these things. But starting with fear, fear, in fact, was not one of the top five. It really was actually underneath some of the other needs of members, like getting funding and finding financing and, you know, finding joint venture partners. And, you know, on top of that, lacking the confidence or the clarity because I'm afraid. And that's really what's underneath fear. You see, there's an old saying that I've been often inspired to recount, and I want to share it with you and all our partners from coast to coast, the hundreds that dial in live every week and circle back and listen to the recording. And here's how it goes. Whatever you fear, you will expect. And whatever you expect, you will experience. So whatever you fear, you will expect. And whatever you expect, you will experience. And that really encapsulates the essence of fear. So if you, you know, I remember when I was a, a young lad, I, I really enjoyed motocrossing. You know, Russ, I really loved jumping on a two-stroke bike and just heading through the trails with my pals, and we'd have the gear on and helmets and such. But I remember this one time, you know, the guys who taught me how to ride and ride well, they said, you know, whatever you focus on you don't want to have happen will happen. 
And it so proved so true, whether we were going through tight trails or through creeks or, you know, sort of uh, flooded out trails. God, I really hope I don't hit that rock. Bang, I'd hit the rock. I remember this one time, I remember a tree dead right in front of me, Russ. I could see it as clear as yesterday. It was so funny. And I said, God, that tree's coming pretty fast, moving myself through this brush. And, you know, I had to take a sharp left. But, God, that tree looks really tight. And wham, I didn't hit this tree like off the edge or my handlebar hit it or you know maybe brushed my shoulder i hit this thing head on whatever you fear you will expect and whatever you expect you will experience so when people are really confronted by the things that they're afraid about when it comes to anything in life let alone real estate investing guess what they get to really stew with and confront be confronted by all the time that which they're really afraid of and so the best way to handle fear is to, in fact, embrace that which you were afraid of, to be honest with yourself and to be clear as to what it is to be afraid of. You know, a great story to share with you, in fact, in helping a, my six-year-old really understand what there is to be afraid of when it comes to the dark. I don't know. He's six years of age, and Russ, you're a dad. You probably remember these days where all of a sudden these kids' imaginations go wild, and they think there's monsters and action heroes and monsters under the bed and, you know, the Sandman and such all over in the corners of your house, right? And, of course, they're never afraid in the daylight, but they're afraid at night. But one day I took my son, this one particular night, and I actually walked him through the house in the dark, and I said, you tell me where you think a monster can be. And we actually walked together. He held my hand really tight. But until you can explore the corners of what it is you're afraid of, you will not begin to have your body, mind, chemistry, and physiology be trained to actually deal with it. So it's not that fear is one of those things you've got to learn to diffuse or you've got to learn to succumb to and or uh, you know, purge through and, 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 and fight off. You embrace it. Fear is where we actually have adrenaline. Fear is where we actually have our imagination. Fear is where our defense systems are up and we're ready to fight. Fear is what actually has you have the real focus in your eye and in your heart to just get through and to the other side. So fear is actually a good thing. So in other words, channel it, harness it. This is what should fuel your determination to get clear as to why you're in real estate, to get clear as to why you're in real estate or what your beliefs really means. This is a great chance for you to actually share with your spouse, you know, here's the things I'm afraid of happening to us. If we don't do real estate, and this is why it's important to us, not to be the exhibit of uh, paralysis or deer in headlight, you want to make sure that fear mobilizes you, not immobilizes you. And that's the difference when it comes to fear. Fear is okay to have. Fear is what keeps you alive. Fear is what makes mankind thrive. Fear is what keeps certain animals in the hierarchy of animals and their existence, you know, escape predators, is that they go and they fight for their life. They fear for their life. And so maybe and sometimes we should embrace the fears that we have about failing, about not doing it right, about finding the wrong deal or getting stuck with the wrong tenant or not completely doing the due diligence or doing the accurate cash flow analysis. It's the fear that keeps us sharp and not just has a second guess, but perhaps do it a second time. Look for a second opinion. Get a joint venture partner that enjoys doing the things that you are afraid you're no good at doing. Ask for help where you know you need it. Get out of your own way. Again, as I've often said, and Russell echoes the same sentiment, real estate is not a one-man sport. It is a team event. So if you are fearful of losing, if you're fearful of looking bad, if you're fearful of not looking good, if you're fearful of not doing it, 
perfect, then find joint venture partners not just for money, but to partner up with you to sort of expedite that feeling of fear, that confrontation that fear has for you. Because whatever you fear, folks, you will experience. And whatever experience, well, you'll realize. The reality for you is to embrace the fear and have it fuel what it is that you're doing. That being said is that you want to make sure that you're embracing it. You're not resisting it. So what I would suggest for this week is this. It's not enough for you to be afraid. It's more important and much more productive for you to produce the things you're afraid of. Make a list, the top three fears you've got, not just in real estate, but maybe even in life. What are the three things that you fear? But I want one of them to be about your real estate goals and aspirations. The next, what I want you to write beside that fear is what's the worst case scenario for that to in fact be a reality? What's the worst thing that can possibly happen to you? The worst thing. Now, once you articulate that, the next question is to answer this for yourself. Can you live with that worst thing from happening? Now, anything short from death, I got to tell you, you can live with. And you'll quickly see how quick your mind and your body and your heart follows. The shift, the transformation in the way in which you begin to be with the fear rather than the fear being you. And so there you have it. For the week, do that homework. Your top three fears, have one of them be about real estate. What is it that could possibly go wrong? What's the worst case scenario if that fear were to be realized? And the third question is, could you live with it? And if so, how does that feel? And I reckon that you'll probably find the fortitude, the resilience, or the inner ability to be just fine. Because fear is all in the mind and never in life unless you let it be. Have yourself a powerful week, folks. Back to you, Russ. Wow. I think the, the quote of this entire call for me that I wrote down is, fear is a good thing. Challenge it and harness it. Would mm, you agree? Absolutely. And, 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 you know, fear starts with the letter F for the reason that fuel does. You know, fear is a fuel. If you find me a person who's afraid of going broke, there's one of two things they can do. Either fight and be rich, or they'll fight not and go poor. They'll become the very thing they fear. Do you think um, one of the things that when it comes down to fear is what we're actually focusing on the wrong things? Maybe we're focusing on things that we don't want to happen instead of focusing on what we want to happen. Well, it's no different from if my son were to come to me and say, I've got to go to the bathroom. It's nighttime. Can you come with me? And I would say to him, well, what are you afraid of? Just go to the bathroom. And he says, well, it's dark over there. I said, well, turn on the light. But there's still corners that are dark. Do you have to go to the bathroom? Yes, I do. How badly? Very badly. And if you don't, would you, you know, pee your pants? Yes, I would. Then go to the bathroom. As he gets present to the point in which he needs to go and address, what he does is he diminishes the power the fear has over him. Now, that's because I'm a father and he's a child and he's hearing that coaching and he's getting it, as a child would if being parented properly. But in adulthood, we turn our attention and give way too much credibility and power to the very things that consume us. That's why when you lay still and you have some fears that float through your mind, whether it's paying bills, feeding the kids, or making it out okay, those thoughts, when you're in your darkest and or quietest moments, they can haunt you. Now, only unless you give it the attention to. So the more you pay attention to that fear, the more the fear has power over you. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So it's not to say that the fears we have, we give too much attention to. I think we give way too much attention to an existence of fear because we're afraid of the fear. Rather than saying, what is it that's going to drive me to get up tomorrow and do better, do more, do many? And it's the fear that you should actually, in fact, channel and not resist. Wow. 
What a great topic today. Today is all about the topic of fear, how to channel it and how to harness it. So just as a recap, your homework for the week is to identify your top three fears, with one of them being in the real estate realm, figure out what the worst case scenario of each of those would be, and can you live with the worst case scenario? I have a feeling that will diffuse a lot of the fear for you. So thank you. What a wonderful message, Richard. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you very much, Russ. Have yourselves a powerful week, everybody. So congratulations to the listeners on today's powerful message. Thank you very much to listening in for the Monday Morning Motivator. If you have any questions, please call the RAIN office at one 824 7346 I'm Russell Westcott signing off, wishing you a powerful week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening and engaging with the Real Estate Insider Podcast, a bold look at reality. Share the reality.